Hello and welcome to Metal Vice, a podcast where we talk about all things music. Well, the things we care about. That's right, which is mainly metal music and live music. I'm one of your hosts, Brian, joined with your other host, Karen. Karen, what is this episode going to be all about? We went to see the Baby Clock Tour, which is Baby Metal and Death Clock. Right. Joining them, we had Jason Richardson, too. This was in Milwaukee at the Rave again. We were there the couple nights before to see Atreyu, Memphis Mayfire, along with Catch Your Breath and Another Day Dawns. Yes. But this one is all about Baby Metal and Death Clock. Yes. Uh, tickets for this, real quick, were $42 with $15.33 in fees and then $2.98 in tax. Again, this was at the Rave, our one of our favorite venues oh, of yeah. like yeah. all time right now. Yeah. Such a great fucking awesome atmosphere the staff's always great the aesthetics of the building are fucking awesome milwaukee's such a fun town like whenever a tour is announced honestly milwaukee's one of the places i look i do too yeah i didn't know if that was just me but like obviously i look at chicago first but then i'm like are they in milwaukee and is it a weekend so i do (laughs) i do both i say all right are they in chicago if they're in Chicago, I still look for Milwaukee. Oh, do you? If I don't see Chicago, then it's next one is Milwaukee. Um, and if it's in Milwaukee, is it a weekend? Because it is a bit hard for us to get up there with work and everything. Not impossible by any means. Right. But on a work day or on a school day, it means we have to stay at a hotel. And we're working from the hotel and then either driving back the night, like the next day, evening, or taking the train or something like that. Yeah. Or eating a day of vacation to... To hang out in Milwaukee, which yeah. don't get me wrong, I just said it. Milwaukee's fucking awesome. Yeah. I will gladly We've get done a that day many vacation. Times. Yeah. yeah. The in like the hard part is also like the shows start at seven. And if we get off work at four, that doesn't even give enough time to get up there. For driving. For driving. Because generally Traffic it takes horrible. us horrible. Yeah. Generally it takes us from our exit to like where O'Hare and whatever like split to go to milwaukee like an hour and 15 minutes so there's no way we can drive up there after work yeah possibly the metro or not metro amtrak amtrak Amtrak, yeah um but those times don't line up not always you might miss a bit of the opener you would yeah because it's either the three o'clock train or the five o'clock train or we take like a half day like that's less you know that's that's better anyway yeah we can make it work. It's harder to make it work, but on a weekend, it's great. This was a Sunday night, which is, you know, that yeah. borderline. Yeah. It's a school night. So, uh, but we were there. We were mainly there for this. And then we picked up the Atreyu show afterwards. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, Baby Metal and Death Clock were in Chicago on Thursday, but we were at Bad Omens at the Salt Shed. Right. So that's why we were like, oh, let's go to Milwaukee to see them. So we had already planned on taking um, Monday off. Yep. Um, so that we could drive back home, basically. Um, and then I don't even know how it worked out. Well, we were just going to make a long weekend out of it. Yeah, so, so we're like, I was might as well do that. I was going to say, like, then we added, oh, let's just go up Friday um, and spend the whole day Friday in Milwaukee. And then I looked and Atreyu was going to be there. So we bought tickets for that. So yeah. that's how it all kind of worked out. So... This was the end of a weekend trip to Milwaukee. Yep. Two shows at the Rave. And again, one of the best venues we've been to, one of our favorite venues we've yep. been to. And yeah, it was it was a great way to end the trip. Spoiler alert, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've gushed a lot about the Rave. 
and a bunch of other podcasts. We go up there as much as we can. Um, so yeah, you'll check that out in one of those other ones if you listen. If not, then, yeah. yeah. And this was in the ballroom. I don't know if we've said that at all during this. So the main ballroom. Yeah, this was in the main ballroom. And I think the day of the show, you showed me a post from the rave that said sold out. So yes. I don't think it had sold out up to that point. Yeah, I had not seen anything that sold out because I knew Chicago had sold out. But then I didn't know. But then, yeah, I saw like they posted that it was sold out. Yeah. So um, I guess let's get into the music. Yeah. Since that's, I mean, like I said, we've, we've gushed about the rave yeah, a lot. We don't really need to talk about it. It's fucking awesome. If you get a chance, go check a show yeah. out there. Whatever style of music it is, whatever room you're in that the rave has, they're all fucking phenomenal. Yeah. You're going to have a blast. So just. I just want to find the swimming pool. Go to the fucking rave. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> that's at a hotel. That's not at the rave. No, it's at the rave. There's a swimming pool at the rave? Yes. Moshe said I did an interview in front of it. Really? Yes. I don't believe you. There's a swimming pool at the rave. Yes. Even the even the tiles were the exact same as the rave tiles. I don't think you're right. I, I think I am. I No, I don't think so. Anyways. Anyway, um, we're here to talk about the music. Let's start with the opener. We have Jason Richardson. Yes. Uh, somebody I have no clue who he was. Did you look him up at all? I did not. I saw you doing it, so I'm I'm, yeah. I, I'm super excited to see what you come back with. Yeah. But start with this set list. Okay. What did he come out with? Uh, so started with Tenonitis, Ishmira, Sparrow, Titan, Retrograde, Upside Down, and Hoss Down. And to be clear, this set list is pulled from a few nights before. Oh, okay. From the exact so okay. we went to. But I think that's about right because I think there's another one that has roughly the same songs, if not the exact same okay. songs on set list. Yeah, there was a couple that he mentioned, and I think they're the same songs. Okay. Retrograde, I remember him mentioning. So, But comes out. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Let's talk about the stage a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah go ahead. Um, he comes out, and it's just one fucking person. Yes. Jason Richardson. and With a guitar. With a guitar. And... Sometimes you'll see people come out and it's just their name. Rob Zombie. Good example. It's Rob Zombie with a bunch of other fuckers behind him playing instruments and having like a, a band and <laughs> having a, a blast. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Name of like that's him. And he comes out with a bunch of other fuckers just happen to be the E Street band. Right. But he'll throw that in the name though sometimes or all the time. I don't fucking know. I don't really follow Bruce Springsteen that well. Anywho. I expected that with Jason Richardson is he'd come out with a bunch of other people. Not like a fucking Devin Townsend. No, not like that. Well, I guess Devin, that's a good example. Devin Townsend and the acoustic was just him. Yeah. But that was Devin Townsend acoustic. Like it's, yeah. Anyway, whatever. I'm getting off track. What I'm trying to say is when he came out and he was the only one there, I was a bit taken aback and his stage setup was also a bunch of lights behind him. That scared me because when bands <laughs> when I know bands have that, I'm always like, they're just going to be this blinding white light that they shine in to get like the, the silhouette effect. I fucking hate that. I can't see anything. Fuck this. This is stupid. And I went in with that mindset. But he came out, starts playing, and it's just him playing the guitar. You have backing tracks that are doing rhythm and bass and drums, but he's up there doing the guitar and fucking killing yeah he he can fucking play the guitar that's for fast sure. and yeah. quick and accurate and just technical and so fucking good at the guitar yeah. like fucking phenomenal you looked him up so what yeah. did you find about him yeah well, saw you doing that during the show yeah a so bit. my first thought when he came out like i knew he could fucking like 
just watching him, you can tell that he can fucking play the guitar. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, one, is this guy like got such a big ego that he's like, I don't need a band. I can do this all by myself. Or is he like, I know how to play the guitar, but I can't get into a band. So that's when I started looking him up. Okay. So I had, I had similar thoughts okay. of my thoughts were not, not quite the same, okay. but similar. It was, you wrote and played all of the instruments and you're going to come up here and you're going to play the backing tracks of the instruments you played, but you're going to do the guitar, which most people want to see the guitar yeah. technique and whatnot. So that, that was my first thought. And I was like, well, just fucking find some friends or hire <laughs> people. There are drummers out there who can probably do the drums, but we'll get into that here in a little bit. So I was like, just hire somebody out there who's very good at the drums because yeah. the drums are fucking awesome. I guess that's what I was going to get into in a little bit is to me, the highlight wasn't the guitar. It was the drums. The drums were fucking insane. I would agree with you right there. Oh my God. I love the drums. Like I liked the backing track better than the guitar. I, I liked the guitar. I liked the rhythm. I liked the solos, but they were all great, but the drums were fucking killer. They yeah. were so goddamn good. Yeah. And like if he had to, if he did do that and came out and played one instrument, I wanted the guitar. I like the, <laughs> the, drums. the drums. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about the guitar. Yeah. Like I've seen technical players like, like I, I don't care. Like, yeah. I guess that's how I am too. Like I don't care about guitar solos. I don't, I am like a drum and bass person more than a guitar solo person. I think so. I'm getting that way too. I, I Don't get me wrong. You don't like guitar solos. I do like guitar solos. I really, really do. But the bass solo and the drum solos, I love those so much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, so um, I, I did look him up. This is from Wikipedia, so it has to be correct, right? Because it's Wikipedia. He was part of All Shall Perish. And then I think the band is Born of Osiris. I might Osiris. Be Osiris. I might be pronouncing that wrong. Um, and then he was also part of Chelsea Grin, um, which Chelsea Grin is on my list of I must see. Oh, really? Yeah. These are all bands I don't know. Okay. Well, Chelsea Grin is like a death metal. Like a technical death metal? Possibly technical death metal, okay. but definitely death metal. Um, all Show Parish I've heard of, but I don't really know the music. Mm. And then the other one I don't know. Um, but then in 2017, I think it was 2017. Sorry if that's the wrong date. Somewhere around there. 2007. Yep. 2017, um, he joined with All That Remains for their European tour. Oh, okay. And I think, it, I think I mean, how Wikipedia kind of mentioned it is he was just going to do the European leg of the tour because they needed a guitarist. But he's still, he's now a member of All That Remains. Oh, okay. Which kind of makes sense. Like, I saw a few All That Remains shirts and stuff there, so makes sense. Um, but, yeah, so he is part of a band um just this little tour was just himself so and all the tracks he played were solely instrumental with the exception of one track yes which was i believe the vocalist from periphery periphery yep was out there and they're kind of a progressive metal band at least a little bit we've heard yeah of them yeah so that kind of makes sense it fit really well um we saw one other band that was all instrumental as well uh, and that was with Spirit Box, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And that was the Intervals? Intervals. Um, and that was kind of cool. I really enjoyed that. It was fun to see just solely instrumental music. 
instrumental tracks on albums are typically my favorite tracks. Um, Chimera had one that I love, the Implements of Destruction, I think is what it's called, or something along. I, it's like the final track on uh, the al- the only CD I have of theirs. And okay. I loved it. Okay. Um, it's the white cover with like the red bloody symbol they have. I whatever. Um, Down Again's on there. Pure Hatred's on there. I, I fucking love that album. I love that instrumental. Metallica's instrumentals. Orion is fucking killer. Call of Cthulhu. I shit on it, but I love it so much. It's just because that gets more love than yeah. Orion, I feel yeah. like. And I feel like Orion's a better track. Um, but I love the instrumental bit songs, right? And on albums. So they're usually my favorites. Seeing a band solely do instrumentals. I've never imagined that as like a live thing. And yeah. It was fun. Um, it's not my thing. The intervals, I got a little bored toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another one we just found out about, I think, was The Year of No Light. Just picked up a random ass, um, not the year, but the band is Year of No Light. Picked up a random ass album in Iowa. and Oh, right, right, yeah. Put it on, and like halfway through, or like halfway through the first side of the album, we're like, I think this is all just instrumental. This is fucking awesome, Theirs was awesome. Yeah. I love theirs. It was a different tone, though, is the thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what their stage presence would be for um, Year Without... Year of No Light. Year of No Light, yeah. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, Because, like, we've never seen them live. Right. But with the intervals, everybody's on the stage playing. It's not backing track. Yes, it's not backing track. Everybody's on the stage playing. Um, Where this was backing track with... Yes. And playing guitar. And we've talked about this a little bit ago with going to a metalcore show and um, I See Light, I think it is. I See Stars. I See Stars, yeah. With the DJ aspect, and not necessarily back, well, yes, backing track, but that's like the DJ, I guess, his job of the band is to yeah. run the backing track in and out. But I wasn't as frustrated with this backing track. Again, I had wished... For a full band, I thought that would be fucking killer. Yeah. But we just get Jason Richardson, and I was completely fine with that. It would have been a lot cooler, I think, to have the other musicians up there or other musicians playing his music if he wrote all of it up there playing. But you didn't get it. You just got him, and I wasn't annoyed with the backing track. I was more of, fuck, this would have been a little bit better. Not a little bit. This would have been a lot better. Yeah, with the whole band. With the whole band. Again, think of um, Apocalyptica, right? Yeah, yeah. Another band that they do have vocal aspects to it, but they bring out their singer to do those bits. But there's also just a lot of instrumental stuff going on. So that's my only complaint. The music, though, was fucking insanely good. His yeah, yeah. skill is so fucking yeah, good, too. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Can't shit on that at all. I mean, he knows how to play the guitar. So, but I think I had the same thoughts where I'm like, by the middle of it, and that's where I started looking up who he was in the middle of the concert. Generally, I don't do that. I wait until we get home or after he, after they're done. But I was a little bored. <laughs> so I started looking it up. But um, I should really work on that and give my full presence to the band. Yeah. Or the person. But There was one song toward the end. It may have been his last song, I think. Or right before. They're, well, maybe they're two different songs. Again, they because they're instrumentals, they kind of yeah, somewhat bling go together. at times. Yeah, he did come out and he had had like a little crowd interaction, a little speech that he would talk about, which was cool. It was quick. It was short. It explained what was going on. 
you don't get that with just the instruments for sure. But there was one where he's like, this is a 10 minute long song. Um, and I do remember people around us being like, did he just say it's 10 minutes? And I was like, instrumentals are long. It's fucking awesome. That um, Chimera one I love, I think it's like 15 fucking minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's long. It's really long. The last three minutes, though, are just like the guy growling, like <laughs> just different styles of growl. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Even though I can't remember the name. <laughs> I know. Where, I, know I thought you were going to say, even though I can't growl. No. I know how to find the song. I know where it is. It's pretty sure it's Implements of Destruction. Um, whatever. I'm Anyways. not a big song title, dude. Uh, so that was one thing. The other bit was, do you guys all know those songs that have like 40 different genres in one song? Well, this song's that. And if you want a square dance, you'll know when. <laughs> and there was. It was, there was like a little hokey pokey, like podunk, country bumpkin bullshit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I loved it. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. It just, by the end, I was just like. Okay, I'm ready for something else. But I agree with you. I enjoyed the drums and the backing track better. Than I, the highlight was 100% the drums for me. Yeah. The guitar, again, so fucking good. Clearly can play and play so goddamn fast and right. so goddamn technical. Right. But those drums were also insanely fast and insanely technical as well. So that's what I gravitated towards. And that's just my listening ear and your listening ear. Like right. That's what we... The guitar solo, the guitar bits, they're fun. I enjoy them. You not as much as I do, but you still not, enjoy it. Not that much, no. But again, that was just what we wanted. Other people love the guitar and whatever. It just add the extra members of the band and that takes you up 20% for me. But right. that's not shitting on him. This was a phenomenal, phenomenal performance for sure. Yes. Like we both said, a, a fantastic set regardless of the little nitpicking things that we yeah, want to pull yeah. out of it, but a hundred percent worth seeing. I would definitely see this again and knowing more about it, definitely listen to more of the music because it is more of that instrumental. I enjoy more than yeah. the intervals because yeah. it's heavier and faster, but yeah, a hundred percent going to be yeah. looking for this guy to come back to town yeah. for sure. I would see it again. Um, as an opener, I really enjoyed it. If it was like an hour long headlining set, probably not. That's a very good point. Yeah. A fucking amazing opener. Yeah. This is how you're opening your set. Like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's yeah. let's get going. Yeah. It um, definitely gives the energy for the night with yes. how fast it was. Yeah. And it was an opener. So our next band coming up, I wasn't sure who it was going to be, honestly. I didn't know either how like the headlining or who was going to headline and who. Yeah. I didn't know either. Because this is kind of booked or presented as a co-headlining show. Yeah. Because it's called Baby Talk. Right? Baby clock. Oh, yeah. Not baby talk. Baby clock. <laughs> baby clock. Why did I say baby talk? Because you have baby metal and you have death clock and they're mixing their names. So you get baby clock. I know, but why did I say talk? I don't know why you did. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so I wasn't sure who was going to be. Yeah, I didn't know. And who wasn't. Yeah. I was really hoping death clock was going to be headlining because I probably would have been like, let's, yeah, let's right. go. I, I I was also hoping um, I was also hoping they were going to be the headliner, but I was also fine with Baby. I know you were Metal yeah. being the yeah. headliner, yeah. But it wasn't. It was Baby Metal as the second on the bill, and I well, I mean, we had an opportunity 
opportunity to see baby metal yes. at the first open air. Yes. That was the Friday, I believe. Uh, we have a whole podcast on that. Like I had issues with travel, getting home from work and like a work event, like in a, in New York, traveling back to Chicago. Like it was a whole fucking fiasco bullshit thing. Ended up missing the first half of the first day yes. of the first yeah. open air. <laughs> First um, half of the first day of the first open. <laughs> yes. Um, but we, I got to see Rammstein. That's all I wanted. Yeah, to that's all. The, Matt, we just knew you had to get there before Rammstein. But I think we walked through the gates at Tinley Park. Not Tinley Park. Um, Toyota Park. And on the second stage, Baby Metal was on. I don't think they were. Their set. I don't think they were on yet. Okay. There was somebody on the main stage um, of Mice and Men, maybe, or something like that. Uh, maybe I don't think so, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But then we basically like took a look at that really quick, and then we went and got a beer from the Headbangers um tent ball tent, yeah, Headbangers ball tent. Um, and then they were next on the second stage. On the second stage, yeah. and we watched a little bit from the side. Yes. I honestly don't remember much of their set. I, I remember their like that they had like the little dress things on. Or, yes, like, the, I mean because they're they're Japanese. It's three women from Japan as your leads, mm-hmm. and then like some backing musicians as well yeah. playing the, the music. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were wearing like those uh anime made. Yes, sort yeah, of, um, yes, and that's what I remember, and like dancing around and stuff like that on the stage. I so. vaguely remember that too, or I remember it from seeing photos afterwards. Afterwards, yeah. But yeah. I kind of remember, like, I don't know where I have that memory, but I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, growing up, I was a big anime fan. It's sort of ebb and flowed as I've gotten older. I go in through stages where I watch it and I don't, blah, blah, blah. Always been intrigued with Japanese culture, Japanese aesthetics, everything Japanese. I've always been, like, super drawn to that, which, again, the anime helps with that, I think. And, yeah, metal. It's metal music. So <laughs> let's meld these things together. Now, one of the things I don't like doing is if it's a new band, listening to the music before going to see them. Right. So. I might change my mind on that. I might have to start doing that too. Yeah. Um, Definitely the, not the day of the show that I think I'm going to keep in place. Oh, okay. But a little while before this show, I was like, you know what? No, fuck that. I saw baby metal on the side, even though I don't remember it. I saw them at open air. Therefore, they're not new to me. I can listen to them. <laughs> Your little like mind games that you play with yourself is so funny. Right. Because I don't want to break my rules, but I found caveats <laughs> to my rule. But yeah, so I, I put some baby metal music on. After 30 seconds, I turned it off because it's metal. It's poppy. It's happy. It's Japanese lyrics. Like it's so fucking fun. And I was like, I, I want to go in fresh. I want to be blown away by all the songs. I don't want to know what's going to happen. I just want to go in blind and have so much fun. And I don't know. I, I went in blind. They came on and they came out with like a little video that was like telling a backstory behind it. And the music kicked up and it was fast again. Yeah. Yeah. The music is really fast. Yeah. And then they come out and it's, they start singing in English and Japanese and, Oh, I had so much fun. It was such a blast. And there were so many people around us just all night long jumping and cheering and having a good time and like getting super fucking into it. So I kind of wish I had some experience. Already listened to it. Yeah. 
but at the same time it's like ah oh, this was so much fun to see everybody else just like dancing too like just having such a blast it i i enjoyed it so much the and again they're still wearing those like dresses that you're talking about those they weren't the made ones this yeah. time it was a like a sequin dress they were like rainbow sequins and shit all over it i don't know so much fun i i enjoy this a lot i don't know what your what your thoughts were <laughs> I really liked the instrumental part of it. I like when the song started before they started singing, the instrumental parts are really, really great. And they're very, very heavy and very, very fast. But then, and maybe this is the poppy part that you were talking about. Um, But when they come out and the vocals start, I just feel like the whole mood like lowers a little bit and like mellows a little bit. And it's very, you still get the poppy part, but it's not as heavy and fast and everything like that. So in my opinion, and when the vocals start, it really loses it for me. I don't like the high pitch girl vocals. Oh, but I think that's like, the whole Japanese aspect of it. And it, it kind of like when the music started and they started singing, it instantly to me went to, and the same with the, the little opening video that it came out to yeah. is it's like, this is the intro to an anime. Like, Oh, I'm sure. I don't know like, anime. So some animes have like the super hard, rocky medley kind of sound to it. And then you have like the, the backing vocals that are a little catchy and poppy and happy and fun. Yeah. Uh, and that's what this was. It was like Maybe that, I don't like happy and fun. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Illstorm, where it's not a joke, but and not saying that like this is a joke or that was a joke or the music is bad. It's definitely not like the greatest music you're ever going to hear. Those these two, you know, Illstorm and uh, Baby Metal. But there's sort of a theme behind it, and it's we're here to have fun and just enjoy. We're not here to like take this super, super fucking seriously. Uh, it's sort of like just fucking let go and have fun. Like this isn't serious. You're not being judged by anybody. You're just here to enjoy music and to let loose and have fun. And this was a just have fucking fun. Yeah. And it was fun and happy. Like I said, yeah. um, the one thing I want to say is I always try to bring it back to like, if, somebody can if something can be like a gateway i'm gonna say gateway drug but like a gateway into metal music this is probably a good one because i know k-pop is like very very popular and it has almost the same like upbeat beat to it like that the vocals did um okay i have listened to like one k-pop song so that one k-pop song had like the upbeat <laughs> beat, beat and everything but you know like if there's something that if you're not really into metal music but you you know like enjoy anime or you enjoy um even like some cosplay type stuff or whatever, like, and you listen to this and then you're like, Oh, that's fucking amazing. Like those drums are amazing. Like, and then it just like gets you down that path. Very cool. It's just for me, you're already in the circle a little bit. The, like, yeah, you're, like you're already through the door. You don't need, I don't need to. Yeah. And I don't like the one K-pop song. I don't even know what it was that I heard. I didn't like, um, I know that Lala has really been, big on like the k-pop have they yeah the last couple of years they've had a lot of oh, really? k-pop bands and stuff um but i'm just like it's just not my thing so okay. and like i said like when the song started when the instruments or instrumental parts of the song started i was really into it i was like headbanging and like you know really getting into it but then as soon as they start singing i'm like oh 
Okay. <laughs> so that's just my own personal thoughts. I don't think I'm going to be listening to this, but I'm 100 percent listening. To I know this, you are. I know you are. I'm 100 percent going the next time they're in town. Oh, too. I'll go with you. Like I'm not going to be one of those people that are like. I am absolutely not seeing that again. And maybe the more I see it, the more I'll get into, get into it. it. Um, it's just, it. this is my first impression. We did see them in 2016, but. Well, saw them. Yeah. Quotes, yeah. Right? Like, but I mean, this is like my first real impression on it. And I just wasn't into it as much. You you mentioned the gateway aspect. Like yeah. this could be somebody's gateway into metal, uh, which is great. And like, Metallica did this with Master of Puppets and Stranger Things, right? That was the gateway yeah. for a lot of people who yeah. are into Stranger Things to get into potentially metal. Check out Metallica, see if you like this, what else is like this type thing. You mentioned that and it makes me think of how I would describe baby metal to somebody new. And the first thing I can come to is it is Hot Topic if Hot Topic was a band. Right now, right now, like right so now, yes, yes. Me, like you have to, you have to preface that with how hot topic is in twenty twenties, yeah, like or early twenty twenties. Yeah. Because growing up, when I first found out about hot topic, I was really young, and it was like that dark, scary, loud music store um, in the mall that I never went to. Then, as I got into metal, it's like hot topic seems like my kind of store. It was still dark. It was still a little scary, but not that scary. <laughs> Um, cause I'm now into the scene. I know what I'm looking for. You'd buy your band shirts there. There'd be a little bit of hip hop, but mainly punk and metal and some rock. You get your trip pants there. Do, you get yeah. your, uh, your like goth clothing there and whatnot. Like it was, it was awesome. Yeah. But, and good for, and good for hot topic through the times as you know, people have changed and as uh, trends have changed, they've changed their style. But at the same time, also sort of maintaining who they are. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Because you go in now, it's a lot of goddamn anime in there. Uh, a lot. I don't even know. Like Naruto, I think, is one. And st- I, I don't know that shit that well. It, actually, I don't know it at all. Other yeah. than the look of the characters. Uh, but they still have their band shirts. You can still get trip pants there, I think. Um, yeah, I think so. But it's a lot more anime focused now, too. So that's where I was like, all right, if you take... What hip or not hip hop? What um, hot topic is right now this second? And if it was a band, it would be baby, baby metal. metal. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But we talked a lot about baby metal without yeah. actually talking about their set list. Yeah, let's go into their set. I Do that. almost forgot that we hadn't mentioned their set list. Yeah. They started with baby metal death, gimme chocolate, papa yeah, distortion, bxmxc, mirror mirror. Monochrome, Metal, Megatsun, Headbanger, and they ended with Road of Resistance. So as I said earlier, not necessarily the 16 tracks you would get with a full headliner, yeah. but a decent, decent set for sure. It played for yeah. quite a while. For an hour, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, yeah. their songs are longer. Maybe. I mean, we haven't put them on the set list, but I felt like they were long. But maybe, Some of them were, yeah. Maybe I was just like... Okay, this song needs to end. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Um, but like you said, Baby Metal Death, they come out and it's super fucking heavy. I actually really, really enjoyed that. Did you? I did. Yes. Was it the next track, Give Me Chocolate, where you're like, what the fuck is this? I think I was just like, I don't like this one. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't know. There was a few of them that I was like really, really into. Um, Baby Metal Death, I really liked how they did it. 
um because it's pretty much like spelling out baby metal um i don't know any of the other lyrics i don't even know if it was in english or not but it was just it was it was fun and cool and it was a great way to open your set I give me chocolate. I was like, what the fuck is this? I, I was you like, what like the that? fuck is this? But in a, what the fuck is this? This is fucking awesome. What is, what's going on? This is, this is so cool. I was so happy. Like I was like, uh, like I said, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, it was, it was awesome. And there were like so many other songs. I don't know if it was headbanger or what. I don't know exactly. I don't know where we were, what song it was, but there was so much crowd interaction and the crowd that knew what was going on was jumping and yeah, chanting yeah. and singing like yeah. the catchy poppy yeah, lyrics yeah. that were behind it. But yeah. the backing of the music was the heavy metal music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so many kids there. As I well. was going to mention that too. Like the kids and like how the kids, like there was even this little, like, I don't know, probably like four year old who was in like a tutu dress and like, I'm assuming there with her dad, some male figure and like as soon as they got onto the floor he put her on his shoulders and she was just like yeah like going and i was just like this is fucking amazing it is so cool to see all the young kids doing that and whatnot right um it it was fucking awesome for sure i at one song it might have been pow pow yeah uh where a a man dressed like goku got on somebody's shoulders and did a Kamehameha toward them. Oh, really? I didn't like, I didn't see that. It made me smile. It was like, yeah, this is, uh, I, I loved it. Um, I have no other words to say other than fucking awesome. Amazing. Worth checking out. It's a great show because they're dancing around. They're having fun. The music, if you know, it's super catchy. The crowd atmosphere, how into the crowd they got. It was, it was so much fun. But yeah, you not your not your favorite. Not my thing. favorite thing. No, not, not no. your cup of tea. But it's okay. <laughs> not my cup of tea. I mean, it it's it's fine. I'm. I don't want to shit on it because it was it was fun. Just not something I'm really into. Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you brought up Elstorm. I was into Elstorm. That was really really fun. You were. This was. Okay. I and I brought Elstorm up mainly because it was the gimmicky part. The, a little gimmicky, but also just the fun aspect yeah. of it. Like yeah. we're not going to, we're not here to take ourselves seriously. Yeah. We're here to have fun. Yeah. Our primary goal is to be fun, not, um, you know, give you a life, not a life lesson, but a, uh, <laughs> um, like a, a, an epiphany. Like you're not going to have an epiphany yeah. during my show. You're going to be here. You're going to zone out and you're just going to have an amazing hour of your life. Yeah. So, a hundred, hundred, hundred percent. I'm going back to see Baby Metal. I'll go with you. I will go with you. It, it's just not something I'm going to be like. I maybe now that we add them to this playlist, I'm going to listen to them and be like, "Oh my god, this song is fucking amazing!" You know? Yeah. It, it could be just one of those things. I'm going to be seeking out music videos, and there were some song. Maybe it was Pop Pop. Yeah, had some rap elements to it. It reminded me a little bit of like new metal with Bloody Wood, like the the rapping aspect of it was like, holy shit, that sounds a lot like bloody wood right now. Um, I don't know. It, yeah, I've said enough. Did you like them? Yeah, they were fucking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, that was baby metal. And again, I wasn't sure if they were going to be closing it out or, um, second on the bill very easily could have closed it out. Oh, I, yeah. think. I think a lot of people were there for them. Yeah. I think yeah. the younger children were like up on the shoulders having so much fun, like you said, but I don't, I didn't pick that up during, death clock so maybe it was like all right 
We're going to go home. Done, we're going to go home. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Death clock might not be a little appropriate for it might children. Not be, <laughs> but let's get into that then. Death okay. clock here. Um, so death clock is from is like a fictional band, right? Yeah, they're not real. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I wanted to make sure I wasn't making this up. But it's from a adult swim show called Metalocalypse, which is about a band. Yeah, the, the band Death, Death Clock, Clock, who is the greatest metal band of all time. They from Milwaukee. Well, not all of them. I think. Oh, okay. I think just Pickles is from Milwaukee. Okay. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, Squishguard and Toki, I think, are Scandinavian. And. Um, I don't know where Murderface is. I can't remember where Murderface is from. And then. Um, Let's just say Sweden. Well, I, I think it might be Sweden, but I think it's. <laughs> I was going to say Scandinavia for. Okay. Air on the safe. I haven't watched this show in fucking forever. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it in high school when it came out. Loved it. So fucking awesome. I. Oh, I loved this so much in school. And I remember you watching this all the time. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious because I mean, they're the greatest band of all time, but they're all fucking idiots they're so goddamn stupid but the situations they get into are just funny yeah and it's like how can all like these fucking idiots be so rich and famous because they have like the second largest economy in the world is death clock their fans kill themselves to be at death clock they wrote a and there's a song we're going to talk about on here they wrote a music jingle for a coffee (laughs) and they, they played it one time and like the helicopters bring the stage in and they yeah. drop it and they have like a little, here's where the stage is going to be. And it drops on the crowd and then smashes the <laughs> crowd. And then they throw hot coffee onto the crowd, like to sample the coffee, but end up scolding the, and killing the people. It's yeah, not appropriate for children. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> and the music is good. It too. is. It is good. And that's the part when you used to watch it like i wasn't really into metal when you first started watching this because i think we were in grinnell when you watched this yeah i was in high school so yeah Yeah. so well yeah of course (laughs) i didn't realize it was in high school but um i just remember watching it and thinking like and i think i even told you like oh my god it would be amazing if this was a real band and we could see this band and i told you it kind of sort of is yeah where the band comes out and they're just all in black and you don't see the band that's actually playing the music but they play on screen yeah. with the death clock band playing. And I was like, that's, I can't wait to do this. They did a few tours. I don't know when they did the tour either late two thousands, like 2009 ish, or if it was or like mid 2005, 2006, or they were in Milwaukee. You said in 2012, 2012. Yeah. And it could have been that time. They also came to Iowa regardless one of the shows, I think they went to um, Valair Ballroom, and I wanted to go, but didn't go either because I didn't have the money, or it was a night that just didn't work. I can't remember. I skipped that show, and I always kicked myself afterwards. Like, fuck, I can't believe I missed that, and they're not a thing anymore. They Their TV show's over. They're not fucking touring anymore. This is bullshit. Fuck, that's one of the shows I wish I would have gone to and missed. Well, fast forward to 2023, they've released a fourth album, Death Clock 4. They have a new movie coming out, which I think is going to lead into a new season of the show. Or maybe it's just a way to end it. Uh, Because the whole thing of the show is also like there's a, um, I I honestly can't remember because it's been so long since I watched, but it's like 
a prophecy saying that these members of this band or these members of like these vague members will bring about the apocalypse and the members are death clock. So you have the governments yeah. trying to kill them every step they can, but somehow death clock, because they're so stupid end up avoiding the death. Yeah. yeah they yeah. end up like bending down to pick something up. And then the shot that was going to go to their head goes to like the other person behind them or something like that. Um, and then like their agents, like this evil guy or something who is, guiding them and managing their money. I don't know. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Check out the show. Um, but they had the movie coming out and there's like, and we're going to do a tour to support this. And I was like, yes, I can finally fucking see it. This is going to be awesome. And yeah, it, spoiler, it fucking was awesome. <laughs> uh, but lead yeah. us down. We've talked a lot about who death clock is. Yeah. Lead us down uh, what the set list was. Yeah. So they started with death theme, briefcase full of guts, birthday, death day, Awaken, Bloodiness, The Gears, Hatred Copter, Death Support, Duncan Hill's Coffee Jingle, Ordic Discretion, I Ejaculate Fire, The Duel, Mermaid Murder, Thunder Horse, Fan Song, SOS, and they ended with Get Into the Water. And again, this is a set list from when they were here in Chicago. Uh, I think it's about the same. I'm a, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same. I think it is. Yeah. Uh, and the reason for that is it's all animated. Like I yeah. said, it's all just the video. Um, and this sort of leads into my only complaint of the show is it's basically the music video that each one of these had during the episode. So oh, okay. each one of these songs is in a episode and there's usually an accompanying bit of art that goes along with that as they play it live at the end of the episode. But you don't get the entire song or you don't get the entire music video. So it's like the basically the music video for the songs that they're playing. And there's not a whole lot of crowd interaction in between the songs. And I thought it'd be hilarious if there'd be like unique little bits or clips they would do or bring in or even just like, hello. And then like a, like the band would come up on the screen like, we're so glad to be in. And then like a uh, robotic voice, Milwaukee, <laughs> like something like yeah, that. I like thought that would be a lot yeah. funnier. Yeah. You are our favorite venue or like I know our favorite venue is the rave. Like something like that would have just been hilarious. I think it would add some yeah. comedy yeah. comedy to it, which the show is very comical. They did have it with Boneface, their mascot who'd come out and do like, concert etiquette and talk about what good concert etiquette is. And one's like good hygiene is appropriate. If you smell somebody or if you don't smell somebody, that means you're probably the smelly asshole. Go take a shower or take a shower once in your life or something yeah. like that. And another one was like, if you're going to do, uh, if you're going to, if you're going to drink alcohol or smoke weed, smoke weed, smoke weed, like just do that over yeah. and over. Um, then Boneface apparently had, Smoked a fuck ton of weed beforehand. It was kicking in. Basically, the 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 gist was, don't overdo it. Yeah, like, stick with what you can manage. Yeah, uh, those are the only two times that it really happened. There was no other concert etiquette. There could have been a lot more. One of them was don't hold your phone up and record the entire fucking goddamn concert, which there were people around recording the entire concert. Yeah. which again was the music video that you can probably find online on YouTube or something. Yeah, so I don't know. 
But they came out to the song you were really hoping they'd open I was. With. Well, I just thought it would be cool um, if they came out with the like theme song that's before every single episode. I was like, wouldn't that be an awesome way to start? And you thought it would be like a different song or whatever. Yeah, I was questioning that. But as soon as you said it and after I said, uh, maybe, maybe not. But it makes perfect sense. Like it's a great You weren't like, uh, maybe, maybe not. You were like, <laughs> no, they won't do that. But after I said it in my head, I was like, oh, oh okay. maybe not. Okay. Because it is a really good especially for the show it's like it introduces every character yep it's like says their name what instrument they play and basically like we are death clock death clock death clock and that's how they opened it here too with again the opening theme for the show as like the backing music video that's being played yeah yeah so all the music videos are really cool um like very heavy metal kind of like when you if you ask somebody to talk about heavy metal and what they think heavy metal is if they don't know what it is death clock is what i think they would come up with (laughs) in terms of what they think it would be yeah but i think you even mentioned that you thought that they were going to end with mermaid murder i thought so too like mermaid i (laughs) did not that i yeah that's what i thought they'd end with that to me seems like their biggest hit that that like you usually end on like one of your biggest hits and it was further down on the bill but it definitely wasn't it wasn't the, the last. end yeah but like when that came on i was like oh it's over already because like i i don't i thought like oh you probably know better than i do or whatever but i was like oh it's over like i don't want this to be over yet but we did get a few more songs after that we did and then that was one bit where they did have crowd interaction is the lights went down and they basically said like hey we're happy to be here this is our home show uh pickles home show like let's you want do you want three more songs or do you want a few more a songs few more songs, yeah or do you want to go home and have hot pockets and like the crowd <laughs> cheered and the nathan explosions like fuck my hot pockets gonna get cold all right whatever assholes yeah. i remember that from the more. show so like that's something i remember picking up from oh the really show. yeah i don't remember that there's like a whole hot pocket thing in the show oh i don't remember you don't that. remember that no oh yeah i remember that so they announced the... We need to watch every episode now. <laughs> so I was going to say that. They announced the movie coming out. Ventures Brothers did this too, where another Adult Swim show, where they had a movie just come out, and I think that's another going to be another season. Like These are all all shows that like started in the early to mid-2000s and have slowly kind of trickled uh, on through the years. Venture Brothers would be have like a season, then three seasons, or three <laughs> years off, then another season, then two years off. Like it's been very sporadic. Yeah. Um, but so when they announced the movie for Death Clock, uh, our Metalocalypse, I was like, all right, we're going to go to HBO where all the adult swim shows are and we're going to watch it from the beginning. And we... <laughs> Hi. What was I saying? Oh, um... They're all on HBO, so let's go watch them on HBO. Uh, and we do this from time to time where I'll start to watch it and I for, like oh, I haven't watched it in six months. Let's start at the very beginning yeah. and binge through this. And we get like four or five episodes in, maybe you know, maybe through one season, and then we like don't do it again. We don't watch past that. And six months pass, like fuck, let's go back, start over. Um, anyway, Movie got announced. I was going to go to HBO do that. They took them all off HBO. So it's like, fuck, we can't do this yet. All right, soon. In any case, I do want to watch all of them again. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Uh, but as I said, the Duncan Hills coffee jingle, that was one where like, we're only going to play this one time, one time only. And they played the entire video yeah. for that. That was awesome to see. Um, 
Mermaid Murder. It wasn't the last song. I was happy they fucking played it. So I was like, all right, how are you going to end this? The one song they didn't play that I really wanted was Go Forth and Die, which is like my favorite episode where Nathan Explosion's like, you, he never got his high school diploma, so he has to go back to high school and take the GBD <laughs> uh, and to like to pass because I can't remember why he needed... Oh, because they were getting... Uh, Honorary degrees from Harvard because they were giving. Oh the right, 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 right. And it's like, well, you can't get an honorary degree from Harvard because yeah, you never graduated high school. And all the other ones are like, I'm going to be a marine biologist. It's like I don't think that's how degrees work, but <laughs> honorary degrees work. But all right, uh, so they train him or teach him how to do the GBD. Oh, and um, Murderface is going to the spelling bee. He's like, I'm a great speller. I can spell anything. Give me a word. And like, banana, B A nana, like. <laughs> All like just can't fucking spell, and he yeah. gets up there, and the first word's like spell this, and he's like, "Fuck you," <laughs> and just like walks off. It's hilarious. But at the very end, when they're giving their degree, the uh, <laughs> the the guy walks up and like, "I have your results, Nathan. Do you know do you want to see what they are?" Yeah, pulls it up and, uh, you failed. What? How? You didn't answer a single question. How do you not know that? <laughs> and then and then he goes up there to give the speech and he's like go forth and die <laughs> and it's like to me that'd be a perfect way to end the set of like yeah. alright show's over go forth and die motherfuckers yeah um, perfect way to end. Uh, all in all though I fucking loved it I like this too this was so much fun I'm glad that we were able to do this or be able to go and see this after so long yeah again if you are gonna go see this I think they're store touring and whatnot maybe not by the time we post this but don't fucking re- record the entire goddamn yeah. thing or at least put your phone down by your face. The person in front of us had their phone up in the fucking like stop that shit. Like these videos are all online. Fucking go online and watch the music or just live in the moment or live in the moment. Yeah. Exactly. Um, any case, this was a fucking phenomenal yes. show. All yeah. three acts. They did amazing. Like how they put it all together. It was really amazing. All three of them went together. So yep. fucking good. Um, I love this tour. This was so fucking good. Yeah, it was good. In any case, go check out live music. Um, it's so, so fucking good. Yeah. Bye.